Okay, seven reason on Aleph, Siv Dalad. So we learned last time, we went through all the different Kedimas of who, who takes precedence, of who, give, who we have to give Tzedakah to. Now, Siv Dalad, Kaifin Av, Lazen Benoi. We're allowed to force, or we do force a father to feed his son, Ani, even if the child is older already, if a child is is an Ani, then the first person that we go to, we go to the father at that point, and we're even able to force the father. The first thing is that we force the father, and before we go to any other, we don't make it the responsibility of everyone else. The step one is to go to the father and tell the father that he's obligated to support his child, and he's meaning to give his stock of money is to his chi- child that is the step one of obligation of of Hilchas Staka, and therefore he has to he has to make sure that his child is taken care of. Would that be considered the Meisr, uh, possible come from Meisr also? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, it working ani. right. It's working because the child's an ani, so it's going to work re- regular Hilchas Meisr, right? Yeah, so just as a side point, I was very happy uh, this I morning. Mean, they put him into Kherim? It's not saying anything about Kherim, meaning what's, how, how are we going to, what, meaning what kind of pressure are we going to use on him? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what kind of pressure. Um, we did see earlier the concept of Kherim is that we could take away money from him, is that Bezna has an ability to take money and go down Yardlun and Chasav and to take, to take some of his his um, his metaltalin and give it to the child. So that could be that that's what Kaifen is, that Bezin will go into his property and just take some of his belongings. Maybe he's telling the descendants of Russia. It's an interesting Shaila. We, we have a Mishnah, a Mishnah that if a, uh, a father disinherits, it disinherits a, a son who's a Russia, Basically, father isn't supposed to disinherit people, but if he disinherits, it's not to rush. Okay, so, so I'm not sure how that's going to work because in Hilchas in Hilchas Stalker, we we never came across. So there is a concept of if someone has two different people, and if a person will have two of equal people, and one's a tzaddik, one's a rasha, or a Talmud Chacham, maybe will go before some of the other people but we never found this concept that if a child's a Russia or the relative that you have is a Russia is that we're that you're not gonna that that you're not obligated to to help him at that point um maybe I could I could make an argument that helping him and bringing him close will will maybe maybe make him crazy with that he'll he'll now rethink his ways and now he'll feel that love from the parent and he'll do that um not necessarily, but possibility. Um, so we're going to really see this in the next halacha, but something Rabbi first mentioned this morning is that someone does have the ability to make a tanai in his staka. And to, so it was cute to Shiloh, the way it was asked. Um, but the halacha, the halacha is true. Although, um, the halacha is, is, is true. And that a person is allowed to make a condition before they give the tzedakah. We're going to see this in the next halacha that a person has the ability to make a tanai. So if a person makes a tanai that he's giving it to a rasha and he says to the rasha that he wants to only to be used for kosher food or not for 
for use or something that's going to cause Chil Shabbos, then then that is um, that that is allowed, and I guess it's it's commendable that, that a person should do that to make it tonight when he's giving tzedakah, even if he's giving when he's giving it to someone that's not going to follow Torah mitzvahs. A person doesn't want his money going to enable another person to violate um, Torah. Someone asked not me, just, a ri- not just violating the Torah, he's doing something that's harmful to them. Like somebody gets stuck to somebody who's buying cigarettes or something. You don't want your tzedakah dollars to go to that problem. Right, so it happens to be someone, someone just, it's funny that you're saying that, someone just told me that the one person he gives to is when there's those homeless individuals, when they, when the vet writes, um, I'm a vet and I need money for beer. So that's the person he gives to because he's being honest. So fi- finally someone's being honest, that's when, he, that's when he does give the money. Everyone else, you know, is, they're, they're claiming that they have all these different stories and they're not, not giving the money. Um... But someone just asked me an interesting Shailah, and I, I wasn't I, I wasn't sure exactly um, if it's a chiv. I'll throw throw it to you. You tell me what you think. Is that a person is coming to them? A person is coming to visit them on Shabbos. It's, uh, it's a person that has a sibling that is not is not Shemer Shabbos, and the the sibling tells them, "I booked a flight, and I'm I'm landing Friday afternoon at six o'clock." So now during the winter months, it's ready. It's ready. Mel Shabbos. It's ready. It's ready after seventy-two. The person's going to come in, and so this sibling is not going to be Shemer Shabbos. They don't. They don't care that they're not. They're not thinking about Shabbos in any way. Even once they arrive at at the sibling's house that is Shemer Shabbos, then they're not going to keep Shabbos. They're not. They're 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 going to do whatever they want over the Shabbos. They're not. It happens to be they're arriving Friday night, so they'll join the Suda, and then Shabbos day they'll join the Suda as well, but. In the in the meantime, the rest of the Shabbos, they're not going to keep the Shabbos. Is there any benefit for the sibling, the from sibling, the Shemer Shabbos sibling, to to give money to the to the to the sibling that's not Shemer Shabbos to change the ticket, to change the ticket and to come in to come in earlier, maybe to fly in, um, fly in on an earlier flight, and they're not going to be able to change it. But and pay for the day lost to work. Right, possibly it's going to be be some 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 loss of work and all that. Is there is there a benefit for the sibling to do that? There's a benefit for the sibling to become a Right. So if he's really asking twofold, is he, um is there a benefit? And is it is there? So, so I said I said this. It's I mean it's a challenging thing because the the sibling is going to be Michal Shabbos anyways, and. Even if you're going to bring him in early, it doesn't mean he's going to have less chol shabbos at that point, because yeah, it's going to be less chol. It'll be less chol shabbos. You don't know what he's going to be doing at, again at six o'clock in the afternoon. So you're right; he can't got it early. What's he going to be doing? So you're right. So there's less of a when when that when his car pulls up in front of your house and he's schlepping in luggage, then it, it's not shabbos thick and it's not it's not it's not menshloch that they, that a person should do that. So it's for sure nice. But what about every other Shabbos that the that the sibling is doing? That now when you hear when he calls you up and he says he says I have a flight to California, and I'm I'm landing in California on Friday afternoon at six o'clock. Do you say then as well that I want to pay for your ticket? We don't do that. So it's it's not necessarily a. It doesn't show that one thing is right or wrong, and obviously the more we can minimize Chal Shabbos, then it's going to make 
then Hashem is happier when there's less Chol Shabbos. Um, when I was more widely involved in Kiru, going back a while, so one of the main things that we were taught, and we did, is that you, in, the way that you were Makar of people, by showing them the beauty of Shabbos in your house, when you're there, whatever time they came, they came and they left, they left, you offered, you offered them a place to stay, but the fact that you got them into your house was the first step. So the actual getting them there, that's really important. No, so the siblings coming. Question is, what time they're going to arrive? Right, Saying then they're experiencing you, you, more of a Shabbos. More of a Shabbos, and the more and the fact that they you, they see that you care more about it. Right. So that, as I mentioned that that you know what, what you're showing is that it's this is something really valuable to you. It's worth you giving that extra three hundred dollars. Right. The question is whether you give that three hundred dollars, and they, they say, you know what, I don't want you. To, I'm not interested in your three hundred dollars, but you know, you don't want me to come, and then they won't come instead. Right. So, right. Okay. I guess. I mean. So that's a case-to-case basis. If a person knows that that's going to make it, make it more. That that the sibling was not going to feel as comfortable coming. Then then you're right. Then it's not. That's that's, a worse of the two. Right. I mean. It's, I I don't know if that there's any clear answer. And and I I think it would go into the concept of dvarmit. So that's. That's that's something besides for ani and tamatera. And it's the other dvar mitzvahs that regarding giving staka to, and it's something that that lamaisa we do give we do give meiser from those things. It was interesting. Rabbi first said that a person should make a tonight that if he's giving to staka she'ena tahira. That was a that was a big statement. Um, it doesn't seem the Rama doesn't need that, um, but Rabbi first did require that. That it's something he felt it didn't require it. He said it's a benefit if someone does that. Um, okay. So the so the Ramah continues and he finishes off his halacha v'chein shar kravim that a person has a a chiyuv to support his other other relatives before he gives everyone else and not only that but it seems that we could force the Ramah is finishing off his halacha that we could force the same way you could force a parent to support his child you could you could force a parent or you could force a relative to support his his close relative before before he supports before coming on to other Ashira. So interesting, the Ramah writes over here of Ayn Lakamon Simon Resh Nun Zayan Sifyod. So if you look in the Simon Resh Nun Zayan Sifyod, the halacha over there is seems that there's a different halacha. The the Mechaber so over here the Ramah is saying that even Shah Kravim, when it comes to other relatives, then we can force the relative that a person is obligated to give give his relative before more than he gives everyone else, and not only that we can force him on that. Says the Mechaber in Rishnon Zayin Yod, Hamachalik Tzaka, Tzarek Lizar Adam. A person that's distributing Tzaka, a person should be careful. Tzarech Lizar should be careful. Do not give more to your relatives. A person should make sure that he's not giving more. So it seems very clear from the Mechaber. The Mechaber did not learn this way. And the Mechaber learned that it was a, a, a halacha specific with a son. That a son we could force a person, but we do not force a person to give his relatives. The Ramah is, is arguing on that. And the Ramah is saying that I'm arguing on what the Mechaber learned in Rish and Zion, and I'm, I'm adding that even relatives were able to force relatives. So just a, a side point, this Archa Shulchan that we mentioned many times already, the Archa Shulchan writes on the previous halach on Rish and Al-Gimel, 
then there are, the Archa Shulchan says this concept that there was going to be that that because the poverty and poverty was so so rampant and there were so so many so many people that didn't have any food that if a person would only rely would only be giving money to his relatives then what then that guy that poor person that doesn't have any relatives then he's going to be stuck and he's not going to have any any food to put on his table so the so there are so the Archa Shulchan says that a person just the obligation is to give a give a minimal amount to your relative before you give everyone else and after that just to give him bread and water once you give bread and water then he's not any different than every ani, every other ani and at that point then then this your relative will get from equally as every other ani does but it's just the obligation that we have to our relative more than everyone else is to get him out of that rut of bread and water once we get him out of that bread and water, then he doesn't. There's no benefit in the fact that he's a relative. Sif hey, mishenosan mamein legaboyim letstaka. So this is a an interesting halacha, and it comes up, and this is relevant. Someone gave money to the gaboyim. He he gives he gives money to the um, to any organization. Then the person himself and the Yarshim do not have any ability to tell the organization at this point what to do with that money. You gave the money, you gave the money, not to him, not for his, his children, after he passes away. There's no... There's no, you don't have any benefit. There's no, you don't have any extra ability more than everyone else. And the kal, the congregation, the organization should do whatever is best fit with that money. And the family does not have any ability to tell to tell the organization what to do with their money. So, this is a a interesting halacha, and I'm not sure how often it's. Often organizations will listen, and they they feel that they're, they're going to get more money if they follow if they follow the direct command, or they feel that there's a a pressure, or there's whatever it is. But there's um, the halacha is that they really don't have any rishos to say when a person gives money to tzedakah, a person does not have any ability to tell the organization what to do with the money. So the Ramah says, but. Could you laughing? I don't know. I'm not sure what's going through your mind. Are you laughing? <laughs> I think I'm also laughing. Um, but that's Allah is the Torah. The Torah says that they don't have any ability to say what to do, and especially when I, I would I would just add when there's often people that give tzedakah and say, "I'm not going to tell you what to do with the money, uh-huh. and I'm not going to tell you <laughs> how to use the money, and I and I, I'm giving it unconditionally." And then suddenly after they give their money, they expect that they should have the biggest say in the pot. So that is clearly against this halacha. This halacha is clearly saying to those people, and it's telling the organization, the way to run the organization is to do to do what the Rabbi Nishleim wants and what is, seems the best and not to follow these people. And the organization may make a different decision if they want to get more money from this family or from this person, but um, that is the halacha. Says the Ramah, 
before it reaches the hands of the Gabbai. So this is what I was mentioning a moment ago, a moment earlier, that if a person, before he gives the money to the organization, before he gives it to the Gabbai, im nadar stam, so if he just says, I'm giving tzedakah, and so this is be, before, before he dies, and he now, now this person, this person, sorry, um, okay, so this is a, okay, so let, let, we'll go to, to dying in a second, but, so the, the halacha is before he gives it to the gabai, and now, and now he gives money to tzedakah. The halacha is nice in the crave of hanim. Then the Gabbai Tzedakah, so this, is, this guy was in charge of the whole city of distributing money for the funds. He was the, the Kupa of the city. So then the Halacha is nice than the Krev of Hanim. So the first person that we distribute the money to is to his relatives that are, that, that, that are Hanim. And what's the reason for that? So says the, says the Ramah, we, we Assume his his intentions. We're able to make an assumption and evaluate. We, we we make we're able to properly assume and say that this person, what he would want to do with this money, is to give it to his relatives, and therefore therefore we give it to the relatives first. So this is that he had to have it had to make sense that while he when he went and he promised to give the money that he was that he was that he had relatives that were in this in this status that they were anim. So if they were originally they were they were wealthy that these people that his relatives were wealthy and then they and then now they. They lost their they lost their money. Now they became aniyim. nice Then we do not give it to those people. So, so this halacha. So the shach points out over here. This halacha is is relevant to both to a person while he's alive. That we don't have to go back and ask him and say what did you want? What was your intention when you gave this money to the? So this is just the assumption. A person gives it to the um, to to the local fund. Gives it to the discretionary fund, then our assumption is that he wants his relatives to to benefit from it. That that is a step one on on the scale that a person would like um, that that those are the people should benefit from from it the most. And a person's relatives should be the first ones to benefit from from his money. But if they were they were wealthy and that there was no relatives at that point, so it seems the way the Rama is understanding it is that there is some level of it's not only where the where it should be distributed to but it seems like that the aniyam already already acquired it because it's mom and aniyam that it went to the kupa that's going to be distributed to aniyam so it's somewhat that it's that because their rights they have first rights to it so therefore that's why we have to give it to the to the aniyam meaning and the reason why I'm saying that is because if they were if they were ashirim if they were wealthy, and 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 then they become aniyim, why don't we say the same thing? That it's my in my best interest, in my my interest to have it go to my my relatives first. But it's clear there. I must say that in that case, that if they were wealthy and they were not aniyim when I gave the gave the money, then I do not give those those people those those relatives are not 
don't don't have any any more rights than anyone else. So it seems that there's certain rights that they have to, I guess, the they have the it's somewhat somewhat that they that it's theirs already to a certain extent to a certain in a certain aspect and that that why we that's why we we give it to them first. That sort of is because as we said before that we could force them to give to those people. So that money there's. Right, but it's interesting that it goes the other way also. Is that those aniyim suddenly like they, that they that they're kinded a little bit? Right, because the money was given, so it was sorted as already. Right, so and that's only going to work is if with this aspect that they're like somewhat a little kinded, because in the other cases that they're not that they were ashirim, it's not just that where's my best interest, where would I want to distribute my where while my money distributed, it's that they're actually acquiring it. Okay, so then, then the Ramah ends off with the halacha that I mentioned earlier. The chol zeb paisik letztaka levad. Avalim paisik tztaka in b'nei o'ir. Al das b'nei o'ir. Neder v'hem yasu mashiyotu. So if someone says, someone, so this is only that if someone said, someone said generally that I want to give tztaka and I'm giving a very open Open stocker, but if someone says specific that I'm giving, I'm giving stocker al das ear, then now, now it has nothing to do with his relatives. It's that whatever the das ear is, and it's it's something specific to that. So the Ramah is saying that there's that a person has the ability to to determine that if he makes a condition. Then his now his money's not going to follow the regular hochas stalker that his that his relatives get first, and then we go in a seder in a seder similar to the way hochas yerusha works. We don't we don't follow that anymore. We don't say that now his city gets first, and then his then naniyircha and naniyircha. We don't go to those levels, but rather now if he puts it al das bnei a person's allowed to make a condition, and now it's going to be dependent on whatever das bnei is. So similarly. Is this condition that a person is able to make? A person say, able to say that I'm not giving you money as an ani, that I just wanted to go for your food. I'm allowed to make a tonight that I'm giving you money, and that should go towards towards something specific. I'm allowed to give it to an organization and say something specific, and they have to and they have to honor that. They have to respect that. A person is allowed to make make different conditions with a with a either an organization or a specific ani. And and those those things will have to be respected with his with his money. So that's that's um, it's something that the, the Ramah is not saying it saying it straight, but I think that's very clear from the Ramah that a person is allowed to allowed to make this condition al das And when a person says that, then then you're mishubit to go and follow whatever the bnei want, and not and not what we would not assume. We don't jump to any any conclusions, any assumptions, and we just say. That whatever they're they're wanting, so a person has the ability to make a condition in, in his stalker. And I guess often, often there's there's people that do that and say that they want their money going to specific causes, and people do that, and it's uh, something that's allowed to be done. Halacha vav. This is probably the shortest halacha in hilchas stalker. Yiu aniyim b'nei beisacha. You should have poor people your household it seems like your household in help. what? The way they're explaining it looks like it's your household help. Right, the way the Taz says that, right. So this is right, so it's really what? 
Right. So okay. So let, so let me just let me just read that. It's right. The the Taz and the Shach both say say very similar. That so they they quoting the Rambam. Pirish her Rambam Perik Yud Mihuchas Machos Asuris. Sorry, Manas Aniim. Apologize for that. Din Yud Zayin VeHator. Tahinu Shem Mitzvah. I'm reading the Shach. Tahinu Shem Mitzvah Shiu Bnei Beisai HaAniim. The people that are are coming to your house should be the poor people. Vyasaimim and a person should hire Yasaimim Umutav Lishtamish Bahem Mishtamish Bahavadim. A person instead of having other servants, a person should use if a person's able to have have different helpers and a person should hire either Aniim or 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 Yasaimim. And he should use them Vyashiv Loilitstaka. And he's able to use that as so it will be considered for him as staka. But I think what he's saying is saying to a greater level is that what happens when it's more expensive to use to use their to use the service to to use I'm gonna use the I'm gonna use a poor person and he charges more. Then I think I think it's Pasha that from this halacha that a person is allowed to use um allowed to use that and at that point they'll be considered meister, that I'm supporting an ani. That whatever the price difference in in using using that ani or using that yasim is and and a person a person's using them, then a person will be able to take that from his meiser money that he's supporting an ani, and that's going to be considered that it's a mila for a person to to hire these people, and it's similar to the mission in always that you that um they it's. A person should have his household there for chachamim. A person should also have his house household faniim. That it's part of it'll it'll create a create an environment of his house that he'll that his household will be a place of tzaka, a place of tzaka, and that that will be the the way of his house, and it'll be a household of of tzaka and chesed. And if that's that's the way he chooses his workers and he chooses his people that he hires. Then, then he will. Then there's there's great benefit in that. It's great, a great benefit for himself. It's great benefit for his children to see that that he's that he's the people that he looks to employ is when even when he's paying for something, then he's even doing doing chesed with that. Halacha zayin, chayiv lahaktim lahachel haroiv milchasis haarum. So this is a practical, very practical halacha. Is someone is someone is has two people in front of him one person is starving and one person is wearing tattered clothing or doesn't have clothing at all a person is obligated number one to feed the starving people versus giving clothing and it's a simple reason that person you're, you're literally keeping a person alive someone's starving someone someone will die of starvation the person's not necessarily going to die um the, there's embarrassment there's shame there's there's being uncomfortable of not being clothed properly, but a person, the step one obligation is to feed, to feed a person that's starving versus versus clothing a person that does not have proper clothing. Halacha ches. So we learned this halacha once before. We we touched on this halacha. Now we'll see it in in proper context. Ish isha. If you have a man and a woman shabal lishal mazain, a man and a woman that come. And ask for food, makdimin ishal ish. So the woman goes first, and we explain that the reason is that there is, that there is a, 
there's there's a number of reasons, but there's there's the concept of that there's the way the Shach says it is because that it's more of the more custom for for a man to go collecting than a woman going collecting. There's a concept of of there's a concept of embarrassment that that she's more embarrassed going collecting and it's really it really feeds into the same thing because because it's not the derech for women to collect so therefore therefore it's a it's more embarrassing and 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 it, and it's and the reason why it's not it's not the derech is because that women are generally more tzniyas and they more, generally stay home and it's something that it's also it's an it's an emotional thing that it's more difficult more challenging for a woman to go collecting and ask for her tzrachim or ask for her family's tzrachim more than it is for a man so therefore if there's a man and a woman a woman in front of you then the halach is that we give the woman first before the man and if they're asking for clothing, so the same concept that we will give, that we we give kedima, is both if they're asking for clothing, both if they're asking for food, and if in marrying them off as well, that we will first marry off a the the woman, we marry off the girl before we marry off the the boy. That's that's a a yasim. So the this is it, it's really also it's it's somewhat of a a chiddush also, and especially when it comes to the to the way they had halachas of marriage, and generally the the boy was the one that paid for the chasana. So you're right, the girl had her tzrachim and the girl had had things that needed to to marry her off, but it was a it, it's for sure a. A more of an expense the way they had it it was more of an expense for the for the boy paying for the chasana and he also had to get 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 ready for the chasana and come in with everything and he had to somewhat set up the home that was all the the boy's obligation so so it's a little bit of a chiddush that we that we give kedima to the to the girl but it's but the reason the reason is because a a girl has has that shame and the shame and embarrassment, and she's not going to be able to bring herself to to do it, and she's going to end up she's going to end up not getting married. Versus a boy will has the ability to push himself into and and to end up getting getting it done more than a girl will be able to do it herself. So we saw this halacha earlier regarding when a person has a brother and a sister. Then and who should have kedima? So we saw we saw the salacha that a person that that the Badi Shulchan uses this borrows this concept of that there is that there is more of an embarrassment, more of shame for a girl. So therefore, if a person has has a brother and sister that are both aniyim, then a person should give. Even though Hilchas Yerusha would tell us that a person should give his brother first, that we give brothers before in Hilchas Yerusha, a brother gets before a sister. But when it comes to the salacha. When a brother and sister, because it's more of a shame for a sister, therefore a person will give the sister first because because of this halacha and that an isha goes before an ish. Okay. Halacha tes is a famous a famous Mishnah, and here is where it's paskin la halacha. 
A person has a bunch of aniyim, that there's a bunch of people in front of him. He doesn't have enough money to support everyone. Or there's many people that, are, that were taken into captivity, and there's no way of freeing everyone. So the halacha is makdimin makdim akayin levi. Kayin goes before levi va'levi liyisrael v'yisrael lechalal va'chalal l'shtuki va'shtuki la'sufi va'sufi l'mamzer va'mamzer l'nesin va'nesin l'ger va'ger l'evid meshachar. So there's levels that we give that we give a kayin before and before a levi before Yisrael that we there's order of kedima in in terms of who we who we save first and who we who we help first and in the levels of of the more yichos that a, that a person has then and the more of a we we give those those kedima as, as well so then the so the, the probably the most famous part is bamedvar mamurim bizman shein shavim bechachma this is when they are equal in chachma and which is an that everyone is equal. When everyone's equal, then we give kedima to someone that has more yichos. But if the Torah is the greatest yichos, someone has more Torah, someone's a greater tamar chacham, then that person will go first. Will go before. Before the Mamzer, sorry, the Mamzer Tamachacham will go before the Kain Gadol Amar. It's the Kain Gadol is the greatest person. He's going the Fnayel Fnim going into the Kaiyish Hakadoshim. Even so, the the Talmud Chacham, which is a Mamzer, will go will go first. So the Shach says the Shach points out an important important halacha. He says he quotes from the Sefer Ber Sheva. He says La Dafka Amaretz. It doesn't mean that the Kain Gadol is an Amaretz and the Mamzer Tamachacham. He's just not equal. You have two people. One's the one's a greater Talmud Chacham, and the other one's also a Talmud Chacham. So the person that's a greater Talmud Chacham goes first. So who's being Meshire? I, I don't know, and I don't want to be in that situation. But um, to have to decide who's a greater Talmud Chacham, but that's the Halacha. It's not necessarily that you have this stark contrast between the Talmud Chacham and Amar Aretz. Even if you have two Talmud Chacham, one's a greater Talmud Chacham than you, and one and that person doesn't have as much yichos. Then the person that's a Talmud Chacham, greater Talmud Chacham, goes first. Vafilu Chacham Luxus. This is this is Allah should blow your mind. Even a Chacham, a Talmud Chacham, that's a for to give him clothing. Vamaaretz lahachios. And even a Talmud Chacham will still go first, even to give the Talmud Chacham better clothing, to give him clothing. And the other guy needs to just stay alive. And he needs food. And even though we learned this halacha, we learned this halacha that we give food before we give clothing. When it comes to the Talmud Chacham, then taking care of the Talmud Chacham comes first. Which is a, a chiddush to me, that we, when it comes to this... When it comes to this when it comes first, that you're going to do both. What do you mean? Do you have enough money to do both? So you give the Tamil Chacham first and then you feed the other guy. So it's not like you can't feed everybody. It's not right, no, it's right. We're, talk, we're talking about we, we don't have enough. Is the, that when it's show when we only have enough? The first thing it says. But we, we're discussing that a person a person doesn't have enough for everyone. Amy Kislafarnes. Okay, 
Alright, look, so I lift ice. We 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 have either either we're gonna help him out with clothing or we're gonna help him out to, to save him. We don't have enough for everyone. So just as a so one second, let, let me finish off the Ramah. The Ramah says Ve'eshes chaver kechaver. The Allah is the wife of a Tamar Chacham has the same Allah as a Tamar Chacham. That she's the one encouraging. She's the one. She's the one supporting. She's the one in in making sure that the Tamar Chacham is learning. That is that is that the that is the same level as the Tamar Chacham himself, and she gets saved and she gets the same same support. And we have to feed her the same way as the Tamar Chacham himself. So to finish off the Mechaver, whoever is greater in Chachma, even if you have two Tamar Chacham, they come first. One of them, one of the two people are your Rebbe or your father. As long as your father or your Rebbe is also a Talmud Chacham, he comes on to the he comes that he's he's a learned person, he's not just a, a regular person and he's he's also a learned person. Then and then also you have in front of you is also the God of Adar, then your father or your Rebbe that is your that is also a Talmud Chacham will go before the other person, even though he's much greater in Chachma. Says the Shach. He says, Nira Dahainu Midina. This is halacha, is this is the halacha lamaisa of Midin Midina the Gemara, Midina the Halacha. So this is a Shach talking a couple hundred years ago, saying today's day and age, Sha'in Talmide Chachamim. There's no such thing as a Tamachacham. We don't have Talmud Chachamim anymore. He says that this halacha is not relevant anymore, and we don't, we do not follow this halacha anymore. Is because today's day and age we do not have Talmud Chachamim, and when we were referring to Talmud Chachamim, it's not something that we, I guess, it's. I don't know what this halacha means, because I think Chaim Kanevsky is a Talmud Chacham. I think that I know Talmud Chacham. I think I, I saw Shmuel first today ripping out halachas across across Shulchan Aruch. To me, that's a Talmud Chacham. Says the Shach in his day and age. Says the Shach that we don't have Bizman Azeh in the Shach's times already. He wrote that there's no Talmud Chacham. So I'm not sure what he's writing, what he means by that, what a Talmud Chacham is. Um, it's sad to say that we don't. Our understanding is different. The Nebuch, we don't know what Tamil Chachamim are anymore. It's, it's sad. So he's saying that this is this halacha is not relevant, and today's today's day and age, we have to treat everyone as equals, and we're yeah, back to the. If they were, uh, if they were, uh, if we're men, they're malachim. If we're right, right, if right. Men, we're yeah. So it's it's something that we we don't know what this what this means exactly, and the Shach is saying that this is not a halacha that's relevant. The person cannot say. That that he's gonna give, that he's gonna give one person kadima because the tamachacham rather rather everyone has to, goes back to the old halacha of that a kain goes before a levi, levi before Israel, Israel lechalal and 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 etc. Okay, we will be Hashem continue on Thursday.
the bear hetev also says that with the clothing before food for talachachim before food, he says there's it looks like a test is it in bear hetev that the kasosa kasha near the height of the Africa Medina. Right, so that yeah, so that that's what I was just reading. Okay, a few in your litra to have a kosher kind the ain lidchos bekoach nefesh. Because you, you, you seem to be shocked by that. So if the person's starving so bad he's going to die, then that the pekuach nefesh takes precedence. Right. So right. So right. So that, that's right. halacha. Right. 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 Pekuach nefesh will always will always go before. Right. So when, right. So that's a good point. Even when we're mentioning a person starving, it doesn't mean that literally that we're not going to take care of him. Yes, I'm not. I'm not 